Hello and welcome back to Koala Moon, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. Hey Coco Club members, before we begin, I wanted to let you know that tomorrow you are cordially invited to a Halloween party in Sleepy Forest, thrown by Spooky the Bush Baby. I hope you have your costume at the ready. <laughs> but back to tonight. As you probably know by now, Coco and his friends in Sleepy Forest all love a celebration. We've not let a birthday, Christmas, Halloween, bonfire night, or Easter go by without marking it. And today, I'm really happy to introduce you to a lovable giant squirrel named Margie, who's preparing for a very special festivity called Diwali. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Once we're all snuggled up and ready to listen, we'll hear how Margie enjoys his five days of celebration and we'll bump into some sleepy forest residents who are very intrigued and delighted to learn all about Diwali too. So lie back, clear your mind, take some lovely deep breaths down into your belly. Feel your chest and tummy rise as you breathe in and fall as you breathe out. Give me a little sigh on your next breath out. I think we're now ready to head over to Sleepy Forest and begin our story tonight. This is Diwali in Sleepy Forest by Alicia Ainsley and edited by Nurpal Ghatori. Margie was a Malabar squirrel, living in a treehouse in one of the tallest trees of Sleepy Forest. Malabar squirrels are much bigger than your average squirrel, and they also have the most exquisitely colourful fur coats. Margie had not one, not two, not three, not four, but five different colours splurged and streaked all over his furry body. He had an orange face with bright red ears and a yellow underbelly and feet. His neck was red, then his shoulders were black. The middle of his body was encapsulated by a giant stripe of purple, and he had a black furry bottom and a long tail. Margie the Malabar Squirrel was a spectacular sight to behold. Margie the Malabar Squirrel was originally from the forests of India. So when he moved to Sleepy Forest, he brought with him many wonderful traditions. Tonight we will learn about one of the biggest traditions Margie liked to celebrate. One morning, Margie woke up in his cosy bed in his humble wooden treehouse and smiled the biggest smile. Today was the start of Margie's favourite time of year. It was time to celebrate Diwali. 
Diwali was arguably the biggest celebration of the year where Marji lived in India. Diwali celebrated the start of the Hindu New Year and was very important. Diwali was a time to celebrate the triumph of light over darkness, knowledge over ignorance, and good over bad. Marji couldn't wait to spend the next five days preparing and celebrating. On the first day of the Diwali festivities, he was to clean his home and purchase something gold. On the second day, he would decorate his home ready for the third day of Diwali, when the big celebrations began. Then, on the fourth and fifth days, Marji would visit his family and show his appreciation for them through several family traditions and by offering gifts. Today was the first day of the Diwali celebrations and Marji had the important task of cleaning his home ahead of him. Marji didn't particularly enjoy cleaning, but it was something that had to be done. Marji looked around his treehouse and realised that he had let things get a little bit out of hand. Knowing he was going to be doing a big clean of his home for Diwali, Maji hadn't lifted a finger for the last few weeks. As a result, his treehouse was quite messy. There were clothes all over the floor, dust had built up on the shelves, and there were cobwebs dangling from the corners of the room. Not to mention he had a huge pile of dirty plates, pots and pans stacked up next to the kitchen sink, waiting to be scrubbed clean. Maji sighed and wished he hadn't let his home get quite so messy. Today would have gone a lot smoother if he hadn't left so much to clean. But it had to be done. So Margie set to work tidying his treehouse. He began by picking up the clothes off the floor, but the piles of items seemed to be never-ending. Every time he picked up a sock, he found two more. It was going to take a long time to make his house ready for Diwali. Margie felt relieved once he had finally finished picking up all the clutter around his treehouse. One task down, only a dozen more to go. The cluttered items might have been picked up, but there were still lots of pots and pans next to the sink that needed washing, and the whole treehouse needed a proper spring clean. Margie didn't know how he would get it all finished today. Margie decided to take a break and went outside to sit down on his balcony with a cup of tea and a biscuit. Oh dear, oh dear, Margie thought to himself. How was he going to finish cleaning his house in time for tomorrow? At that moment, Margie noticed two little bunnies hop across the forest floor below. The two little bunnies spotted Margie high up in his tree and waved a greeting to him. Hello up there, one of the bunnies called out. My name is Bertie and this is Bobby. What's your name? 
Margie felt instantly better talking to the friendly bunnies and told them his name. It's nice to meet you, Margie, Bertie the bunny replied, before adding, you have the most amazing, colourful fur coat I've ever seen. Margie smiled with pride. He was particularly proud of his ravishing multicoloured fur, and he felt fuzzy inside thanks to Bertie's compliment. Bertie seemed equally pleased to have put a smile on Margie's face. I'm glad that turned your frown upside down, Bertie teased. Then Bobby the bunny hopped in and added, You looked quite glum when we first saw you. Is everything all right? Margie sighed and explained that he was cleaning his home in preparation for Diwali, but he was struggling to finish it all in time for tomorrow. He had let his messiness get out of hand over the last few weeks, and now there was too much for him to handle on his own. Bertie and Bobby looked at each other and nodded, before offering to help him. Bertie and Bobby loved helping out where they could, and they found the concept of Diwali quite fascinating. Perhaps, they suggested, Margie could tell them all about Diwali while they cleaned together. Margie's bushy squirrel tail began to wag with enthusiasm. He was delighted that the two bunnies were willing to help him clean his home, but he was even more pleased that they wanted to learn about Diwali. Margie didn't know anyone else in Sleepy Forest who celebrated Diwali too, so it would be nice to share his traditions with a willing pair of ears. And Bertie and Bobby's long bunny rabbit ears certainly fit the bill. Bertie and Bobby climbed the stairs up to Margie's treehouse, and he guided them inside. When the bunnies saw the mess, they didn't bat an eyelid, and set straight to work sharing out the tasks. Bobby would start washing up the dirty plates, Bertie would sweep the floor, and since Margie was the best climber, he could tackle the spiderwebs with a feather duster. As the three new friends worked together to clean Margie's treehouse, Margie told Bertie and Bobby all about the festivities he had lined up for the next four days. Bertie and Bobby thought it sounded like a lot of fun. It didn't take too long before Margie's treehouse was spick and span. Bertie, Bobby and Margie were quite the team, and a job that would have taken Margie all day and all night to complete was finished within a couple of hours. Margie was very grateful to Bertie and Bobby for their help. In fact, he was so appreciative that Margie invited the two bunnies to join him for dinner in two days' time for the main day of Diwali. Bertie and Bobby were elated to be invited and gratefully accepted the invitation. 
Margie told them that they had to dress in their finest clothes and meet him at his treehouse at six o'clock in the evening. Margie thanked the rabbits profusely for their help, and Bertie and Bobby went on their way, discussing what they would wear for the Diwali celebrations. Margie looked around his perfectly clean and tidy treehouse. Now it was ready for the rest of his very special Diwali preparations. The next day, Margie woke up ready for the second day of the Diwali festival. Today, he had to prepare his home for the main celebrations that would happen tomorrow. Diwali was sometimes called the Festival of Lights so Margie needed to prepare his home for the festival. Margie set to work placing candles around the ground at the base of his tree. He placed some on the windowsills of his treehouse and a couple on either side of his front door. Margie took a step back and gazed at his home. It was a good start but he still needed more sources of light for the festival. Next, Margie placed some oil lanterns around the outside of his balcony and the inside of his home. Every part of his treehouse needed to be illuminated with light tomorrow. The brighter, the better. Then he stood back and took another look. Hmm, Margie the Malabar squirrel pondered. It's almost there, but I still need more lights. Margie decided to get creative. Back in India, over Diwali, Margie and his family would make their own clay lamps, cordias, to place around the house. So, he decided to whip up a batch of clay to make his own diaz. Maji settled himself at the bottom of his tree and began moulding little balls of clay into curved plates with pointed ends. As Maji sat peacefully moulding his clay lamps, he heard some soft, plodding footsteps approaching from behind him. He turned to glance over his shoulder, and his eyes fell upon a young bear. He had met this bear before. Her name was Lana. Good morning, Lana, Margie greeted her. Lana looked inquisitively at Margie and his array of little clay plates. Then she gazed up at his treehouse, surrounded by dozens of candles and lanterns. Good morning, Margie, Lana replied before asking, What are you making? And why is your treehouse surrounded by so many candles? Margie explained that he was celebrating Diwali and the Festival of Lights. It is tradition to surround your home with as many forms of light as possible to welcome good luck into your life. That's why he was making lots of little clay lamps called Dias, 
He would place them around his house, too, and light them all tomorrow. Lana the bear was enthralled by this unique tradition. She had never heard of Diwali before, but it sounded like a very lovely festival. Lana wanted to join in. Do you need any help? She asked Margie eagerly. Margie was more than happy for Lana to help him make some dias. Together they molded the remaining clay into the shapes of lots of little dias and left the clay to dry in the sun. After a couple of hours, the clay had solidified and the dias were ready for painting. Margie and Lana painted the dias in all sorts of beautiful colours, with lots of intricate patterns and shapes. By the time they were finished painting and left them out to dry again, they looked fantastic. Margie couldn't wait to place them around his home. When the dias were finally dry, Margie and Lana climbed the stairs to his treehouse and placed them by Margie's front door. Margie placed a tiny cotton wick in the middle of each deer, ready to be lit the next day. Margie and Lana stood back to admire their work in the decorated treehouse. It is perfect. Margie sighed contentedly. Tomorrow, when all the candles were lit, his treehouse would look spectacular. Lana the bear checked her watch and realised that she needed to return home for lunch with her family and thanked Margie for letting her join him in making his dias. Margie was grateful for Lana's assistance and was happy to have someone to share his tradition with. He picked up one of the dias that Lana had made and handed it to her. You can keep this one, he offered her, and she cheerfully accepted the gift. Then Margie had an idea. Lana had enjoyed taking part in his tradition for Diwali, so perhaps she would like to experience more of the occasion with him. Margie asked Lana, I'm going to be having a special dinner for Diwali tomorrow. Would you like to join me? Lana was flattered that Margie had invited her to join in his celebrations and accepted enthusiastically. Margie had one requirement for her attendance. She had to wear her favourite clothes, preferably something new. Lana walked back to her family's cave for lunch, carefully cradling her very own deer lamp and feeling very excited for Margie's dinner celebration the next day. But Margie's preparations didn't stop there. He may have all of his lights ready for tomorrow, but he still had plenty of decorating to do. The next thing on Margie's list was to create rangoli outside of his front door. Rangoli were extravagant, colourful patterns and designs 
usually made to look like flowers and their petals, or stunning unique shapes. They were believed to welcome wealth and good luck into your home. Maji gathered together all of the things he would need to make his rangoli. He gathered limestone powder and some dry rice flour, plus colourful sand, some flower petals, and a bunch of coloured rocks. He would use all of these textured items to put together his rangoli. He swept the balcony outside his front door and set to work. As he laid down the outline of his rangoli with limestone powder, he made sure to create lots of exciting shapes. He wanted his design to look extra special for his guests to admire when they came over for dinner tomorrow. Maji finished outlining the shape of his rangoli and was beginning to fill in the shapes with colourful rice flour when he heard a jingling sound just over his shoulder. All of a sudden, a little high-pitched voice piped up and commented, That looks very interesting. What is it you are making? Margie looked around and saw two little fairies hovering in midair. They had blue skin and large wings. One was an adult and one appeared to be a child. Margie smiled and explained that he was celebrating Diwali and the colourful design he was creating on the ground was called Rangoli. It turned out that the two fairies had heard of Diwali before. In fact, in their line of work, they came across it quite often. The little blue fairies explained that they were dream-giving fairies and that they often granted lovely dreams where people dreamt of Diwali celebrations. However, they had never experienced Diwali in real life before. Margie was glad to meet some other creatures in Sleepy Forest who knew what Diwali was, and he asked them if they would like to experience it with him. He offered them the opportunity to help him finish the rangoli that he was working on. The smallest of the two fairies was more than eager to join in and instantly dived down to pick up some handfuls of colourful sand. Margie and the two dream-giving fairies, who he came to learn, were named Orion and Cosmo, worked together to design a spectacularly colourful rangoli design on Margie's treehouse balcony. They used all sorts of colours, to fill in the lines that Margie had created using limestone powder, and the two fairies scattered rose petals in the central circle while Margie placed colourful rocks around the border. By the time they were finished, the rangoli was absolutely dazzling. Margie completed them 
by placing a few of the clay deer lamps that he had made earlier with Lana the bear in the opposite corners of the Rangoli. Wow, the little fairy named Cosmo gasped as he flew up into the air to admire the Rangoli in all its glory. It looks absolutely beautiful. Rangoli looks even better in real life than in dreams. Cosmo's father, Orion, agreed, and they thanked Margie for letting them assist him. Margie was so grateful to all of the creatures in Sleepy Forest who had been helping him prepare for Diwali, and he invited Orion and Cosmo to join himself, Bertie, and Bobby the Bunnies, and Lana the Bear tomorrow night for his Diwali dinner. Orion and Cosmo promised they would wear their finest clothes and flew back off into the sky, excitedly discussing what they would wear for the occasion. The next morning, Margie woke up feeling pretty tired after a couple of days of preparations for Diwali. But there was no time to rest now. Today was the big day of celebrations and the official festival of lights. Margie set to work, lighting all of the candles, oil lanterns and clay deer lamps that were positioned around his home. His treehouse looked absolutely spectacular and all day long, Residents of Sleepy Forest walked by to admire his amazingly festive home. Almost everything was ready for Margie to celebrate the special day with his new friends. The only thing he needed to do now was to prepare their feast. Margie was an excellent cook and he expertly whipped up plenty of delicious foods to share with his new friends. He made spicy samosas and a fragrant vegetable curry, plus sweet balls of ladu and milky pieces of burfi for dessert. It wasn't long before Margie's guests arrived for dinner. Lana the bear, Bertie and Bobby, and Orion and Cosmo all arrived at six o'clock, dressed in their finest clothes. Lana had made herself a stunning black dress, with golden beads dripping from the sleeves for the occasion, and Bertie and Bobby wore smart waistcoats in colours of magenta and blue. Orion and Cosmo wore sparkling silver suits that complemented their blue skin excellently. Margie had changed into a golden shawani, which was like a suit that draped all the way down to his knees. His shawani had been exquisitely embroidered with intricate patterns, and he looked very smart for the occasion. All of his guests complimented him on his marvellous clothing. 
Margie's illuminated treehouse looked nothing short of breathtaking. All of the candles, lanterns, and lamps made his home look utterly magical. The glow from the lights that surrounded Margie's treehouse could be seen bursting through the treetops and into the dark night sky all across Sleepy Forest. Each of the new friends proudly showed each other how they had helped Margie prepare for Diwali. It had been a real team effort, and Margie couldn't wait to thank them for their assistance by sharing the evening celebrations with them. Margie and his new group of friends sat down on his treehouse balcony and shared the tasty food that Margie had spent all day making. Bobby the bunny declared the samosas a taste sensation and Lana the bear had to stop herself from eating up all the balls of ladu. She absolutely loved them. After dinner, they all played games of cards, and Bertie kept winning every round. A part of celebrating Diwali was about giving gifts to loved ones, so Margie had prepared a few gifts to hand out to his new friends. He had made them all some special sweets made of dried fruits called pedda. He had made each of them a box of the delicious sweets so that they could share them with their families at home. All of the friends were delighted to have something sweet to return home with. They were sure that their families would be very thankful for the gift. Slyly, Orion turned to his young son, Cosmo, and whispered in his ear. Cosmo grinned excitedly and nodded his head to his father. The pair of fairies shot up into the sky, out of sight. Margie, Lana the bear, Bertie and Bobby all looked at each other, very confused. Why had Orion and Cosmo suddenly left without warning? But their question was quickly answered. All of a sudden, fireworks began to pop and sparkle in the sky. They all looked up into the dark night sky and watched the shimmering array of multicolored fireworks shoot through the air. They all gasped with delight and Margie clapped his hands with gratitude. The fireworks were absolutely perfect for celebrating Diwali. Orion and Cosmo clearly had experienced plenty of Diwali celebrations whilst out delivering dreams to the people of the world. They knew exactly what was needed to complete the night. Orion and Cosmo created a dazzling light show for Margie and his friends 
using their fairy magic. All over Sleepy Forest, creatures were emerging from their homes to watch the impressive celebrations. Diwali was being shared with everyone, and everybody could enjoy the festivities together. When the fireworks show was over, Orion and Cosmo returned to Margie's treehouse, and Margie thanked them wholeheartedly for such a spectacular addition to the festivities. Orion, Cosmo, Bertie, Bobby, and Lana the Bear had all loved celebrating Diwali with Margie, and Margie was humbled to have made so many good friends over the course of the last few days. He had plenty to celebrate this Diwali. Tomorrow, Margie would travel to visit his family and celebrate the last two days of Diwali with them. He had lots of gifts to share with his brothers and sisters too, and he couldn't wait to see them again after so long of being apart. Margie was grateful to have been able to share his traditions with new friends and celebrate Diwali in Sleepy Forest. He had loved teaching them all about Diwali, and he was delighted that they had all enjoyed learning about it too. Even though Margie had been far from home, it had been a very special Diwali indeed.